What's up, everybody? Welcome to a mini-episode of the Brutally Speaking Podcast, the official podcast of MetalNexus.net, where you can get all your show reviews, interviews, and so much more. Uh, I'm doing this solo. Basically, I went to Astronomicon a couple of months ago at this point, and while I thought I was going to get some interviews done and was pretty close to getting some cool ones, uh, unfortunately, I was only able to get one done, which is the one you're about to hear, uh, is with Ming Chen and Mike from Comic Book Men, and it's about, you know, maybe six or seven minutes but unfortunately with how busy the podcast has become and all the interviews that we've been doing over here lately uh there just really hasn't been a time to get this one out uh since it's not time sensitive it uh doesn't really have anything really contained within it that's you know groundbreaking or anything it's just a fun real loose chat with ming mainly and mike um but if you've never been to a comic-con uh, they are very busy. Uh, basically, people are at booths. People are constantly coming up to them, getting things signed, taking photos. And that is how these people make their money. And so trying to do an interview while that's happening is basically uh, taking away from their money-making opportunities. So uh, as such, wasn't really able to get any interviews done. But, you know, Ming and Mike were super nice and uh, gave me some time and very much appreciated. So I figured I would just go ahead and get this out. Uh, so for those that want to hear it, there it is. Um, I'm tired of seeing it on my computer. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Mike and Ming. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you on Sunday when we post our normal episode. So I have the pleasure of talking to Ming Chen here at the Astronomicon 2019. Uh, it's in full effect. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How, how are you? I just, uh, for those of you who don't know, Ming Chen, AMC's comic book man, but more importantly, my friends, uh, Michigan native, Ann yes. Arbor native. Uh, yes. I know you can't see this, but you come rolling in here with that with a hail, amazing, amazing blue. I figure sports things are not very common here. I was the one, the only person playing Madden upstairs, <laughs> and then someone's like, I was thinking about asking you if you wanted someone to play with, but yeah. I saw the score was like ninety something to three, oh, yeah. and I was like, Yeah, sorry, I this is what I do at like. Everybody else is playing video games upstairs, and they're playing the things they play. And I was like, this is what I do in my home. Yeah, well, this is what we do in Michigan. We don't let up, man. We play to the best of our ability. And, uh, you know, yeah. So, you know, it's funny, actually, you were talking about being here from Michigan. You know, for those who may not have ever listened to Kevin Smith's podcast, where he always, in the ads for, actually, a lot of the uh, Squarespace and so forth, is like, they, they can be your Ming Chen and so forth. You know, are you surprised at how, it seems, you know, you were kind of ahead of the internet trend of coding and so forth and being, you know, big on message boards with View Askew Universe and so forth and being ensconced in this culture so early on. Are you surprised to see how big it's gotten over the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years, really? I don't I don't think I was surprised. Um, I So uh, Kevin, ha- he found me when I was at the University of Michigan. Uh, I had built a Clerks fan website. And he had the foresight to be like, hey, I want to, you know, I, I love what you did. Can you expand on on you on what you did? You know, I just had to cite all about the movie Clerks. Right. I, I, you know, photos, images, whatever. This is back in like 1994, so it was pretty early on. <laughs> but he saw it. He was like, "Hey, I think this is going to be big. I wanna I wanna cite that encompasses all of my movies." And but what he really um, the one thing he wanted that no one else was doing was he wanted a way to communicate with his fans. And um, and uh, yeah, he was like, "Hey, can you put up some kind of like chat room or message board or something?" And that's what we did. And he was one of the first, you know, high-profile people to actually communicate with people on the internet. Yeah, now you know we got Twitter and Facebook. You can get blocked by the president of the United States now. Like it's cra- pretty I crazy. Think, I think most everyone is blocked by the president. Yeah, it's at this pretty point. crazy. Um, yeah, so I'm not surprised. I knew it would probably evolve into a, a form where, um, you know, just the barriers had come down. If you if you wanted to talk to someone of Kevin Smith's caliber back, you know, before the internet, 
I, maybe you'd, you'd have to see maybe at a public event, go through agents, you know, pay pay money. I don't know, but now uh, you know with the internet and now cons. You know, you can you can see like Chris, you can see real life Avengers, <laughs> but you know you have to pay for it. Right. But you can actually you know shake their hands and take a photo with them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love where it's going. I just love Kevin's always a step ahead of everybody else. So that so that goes with the his, his use of the internet, and then podcasting. He was years ahead of everybody else, and uh, you know who knows what else uh, what else he's got up his sleeve. Well, even you and Mike, who are, is actually here on the other side. I'll... What's up? What's up, everybody? How we doing? Uh, you guys have uh, actually, you know, done really good at getting a podcast of your own. And are you surprised to actually kind of see how podcasting has actually become a, co- a successful career field? No, not really. It's, I mean, like being said before, you know, Kevin saw it like years ago. And I, I think we were just like riding his coattails to a certain extent. And then we just like sort of branched out on our own. So we were having, uh, and to be honest with you, it's, like the cheapest form of therapy you can have. Oh my God, I it was really weird. I did an interview the other day. I was not looking, was not looking forward to doing it. And uh, I was I had very low expectations. And then I think the weird thing happened was I got both the guest and I got really raw and open and honest. And it totally was unexpected, and it went from something I was not looking forward to to something where it impacted me a few days later. Oh hell yeah! It's very weird in this medium. You know, something that I've kind of wondered about you as well, I see you guys are drinking Fago. Being someone from the East Coast, what do you think of Fago? I love Fago. What is your favorite flavor? Fago, uh, Rock and Rye is one of my favorites. I like uh, Red Pop, too. So amazing. Have you, uh, I know in some of your traveling of doing cons, there are some bars here in Michigan called uh, the Tin Can, and their specialty is doing, A, other than uh, canned beers, right. is they do Fago shots. That's great. So, I don't drink, but ah, yeah, I, I make sure I go out um, when I go out bar hopping with Ming. It's usually to make sure he doesn't get into too much trouble. So, and you always need somebody to um, to be the designated driver, and that's me. What is uh, you know, with the the show being canceled? Wow, I love how people. I love how people like with the show being. Awkward pause, awkward pause, awkward pause. Canceled. Well, the thing that's been interesting about it, and I think Kevin's kind of beaten it to death a little bit, is, you know, you guys never really expected the show to be anything. So at this point, I think it was kind of serendipitous that it's like the one time where you're like, oh, we're going to get picked up. And then it's like, oh, but we don't. What has been kind of the most interesting thing in that seven-season run that you, you know, really didn't expect that you look back on and you're just like, wow, holy shit, I can't believe the show afforded us to have this happen? Well... To, for me and Ming, me, Ming and Bri to go to cons because I know Walt's not a big fan of it, but um, and and to meet the people we meet and have you know the the celebrities and have them treat us like equals, it's actually pretty cool. Tagging Ming back, Ming right. back in. So I uh, was actually talking to Mike. What is it, what is your favorite Fago flavor? Oh man, I God, it's got to be Rock and Rye. Rock and Rye is the best flavor. I it depends on the day. Some days I'm a Moon Mist guy, you know. Are you have you are you a fan of the really weird ancillary flavors like the cotton candy? I am the, the uh, I had the cotton candy for the first time last year and I thought my teeth were gonna melt off. <laughs> Actually, this has become one of my new. Uh, I love favorites. I love sugar. And somebody gave me uh, the Arctic Frost or whatever this yeah, is. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, there's a like a watermelon uh, pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the brighter it is, you know, they put more like corn syrup and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I think this, this stuff is going to preserve my body, man. I'm going to live longer because I drink Fago. What is the uh, one thing from Michigan that you miss the most? <laughs> oh, man. It's snow, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, there are many things I miss. Uh, you know, Coney dogs, of course. Like a really good solid Coney dog, like the ones at Lafayette. I'm, I'm a Lafayette guy for anybody wondering. Um, 
Fago, Ver, I think I'd have to go with Verner's though. Verners? Yeah. Just some some days you just need a Verner's and if you can't get it, you go a little crazy. Now, is it kind of funny, you know, a lot of people, because I, I grew up in the Midwest initially and I've lived out here in the, or I'm sorry, out in the East Coast and I've lived here in the Midwest now longer, but it's funny because like when I feel like when you drink a Verner's or something like that, people are like, are you sick? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm drinking it because I want a ginger ale. No, I'm drinking it recreationally, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, it's the cure-all though. If you have a... Uh, you know, if you if you're sick, if uh, you know, if your ass is exploding, like whatever, man, it'll cure it'll cure it right away. What I asked this question to Mike. What's the uh, one thing from Comic Book Man in the seven year run that it did? What's the most amazing thing that you never expected to happen as a result of it? That uh, there are a couple. Of things. I'm getting into a rap battle with DMC from Run DMC was pretty unlikely. Uh, you know, Stanley came in the store in the store twice, not once, twice, which was pretty great. Uh, you know, we got we got to, uh, I got to race. Uh, uh, Black Beauty against the Batmobile with Adam West in the Batmobile, just yeah, it's crazy. Just crazy thing. Like Jim Lee came in, um, yeah. Just all, all my a lot of heroes from past and present were in our store, which is crazy. Um, you know, I know I know Kevin owns it, but it, despite <laughs> that, it's not like stars came in left and right, and especially people from our world. Uh, you know, like Springsteen made. I think he wandered in once. Um, bon Jovi's in the area, so he's been a couple times, but. Which is great, but they're, they're no Stan Lee, they're no Jim Lee, they're no Adam West, you know what I'm saying? So that was, yeah, these, these weird, unlikely uh, scenarios or just people coming in is pretty awesome. You know, the thing I think that's pretty interesting about these cons, this is my first con ever, yeah. oh, wow. is just the, the cross-section of, of fandoms, that, yeah. like the Venn diagram you'll get between wrestling, horror, you know, comics and so forth. Yeah, thank God, man. It's really, it's really great. How... What uh through doing the cons? What's what's maybe an avenue, whether it be wrestling or something, that maybe you weren't as into, but because of your opportunities to do cons, you've got oh, more. Oh man, into? that's a great question. Um, I I didn't collect a lot of original art. You know, the artists here you can commission art for you know as low as twenty five dollars up and you know, but uh, up until uh, like a Neil Adams commission will cost you a couple thousand, right. things like that. So uh, it's kind of cool. You can literally have them draw whatever you want. Uh, and then uh, if it's like a Neil Adams, like, hey, man, can you draw me your Batman? And you can have a one-of-a-kind Batman drawing by one of the guys who, you know, kind of shaped and created some of the best Batman art out there. That's pretty, yeah, that's that's pretty cool opportunity. You can't, yeah, it's, I think you can mail order that, but to actually, you know, talk to the guy who created it and then come back, like, a day later and he's done and he kind of did it personally for you, I think that is pretty amazing. I think it is pretty awesome. I've uh, been kind of impressed with a lot of the different things that are available and offered to people here. I'm going to kind of wrap this up because it looks like the con is in full swing and you you and Mike are getting busy I love over it. Here. I just love this like background noise, man. It's so great. Um, favorite thing from Michigan that you look forward to doing every single time? You have to do every single time oh, you man. come here. There are, there are, man, there are a couple of things. Uh, and, uh, Ann Arbor is a place called Zingerman's Deli yes. that I always get a sandwich there. Yeah, always get a sandwich there. Uh, yeah, I always get a Coney dog. I try to go to Lafayette if I can. Uh, I'm a, I, I, when I lived here, I would, me and my brother would make, you know, 3 a.m. runs over to Lafayette. And, you know, and my parents were like, that's a bad neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, I know. See you later. Yeah, we, we would kind of run off. Uh, yeah, I, I stock up on soda and better made potato chips. There you go. And, uh, yeah, I still have friends and family in the area. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I love coming out. And then uh, it's cool that you know either Mike or Brian came last year, so I got to show them like. Are they? Are they just like this isn't worth it? Like Wawa is that thing for me when I take when people go back east, they're like Wawa's kind of cool, but it's not as cool as you make it seem to be. Yeah, no, they they, they, they see the magic. They, I think Mike, you know, yeah, you can't, you just can't. Are you a fan it. of Coney Dogs, Mike? 
I love Coney dogs. Oh my god, I haven't been able to poop all weekend because I've been like jamming myself full of Coney dogs. Yeah, Mike had to bust out his poop knife last night. He travels with it, and uh, I just heard well, of this. I, very... I, have a, I have a travel poop knife. Yeah, That's great. no, yeah. I'm kidding, folks. It, I, that would be gross. Can you imagine like going through customs? Like, sir, what is this? What are you using this for? It's like poop knife now. Yeah, like, ah! yeah, it's, pla- it's, pl- it's plastic, so he's fine. No, it won't kill anybody. Well, again, Mike and Ming, thank you very of much course. for taking the time and enjoy the rest of your con and safe travels back home. You too, thanks so much. Of course, go blue. <laughs>